yeah exactly <laughs> it's like it's gun attachments sold separately you know like they don't have guns that's a that's a joke but yeah that's like the customer experience for like how to buy one i think to, you know if you want to watch the setup video i can post that in the show notes um but super simple going to the business model for Husqvarna. It's a widget business model. It's there's one of the few products that we've done that they're selling physical services uh, or physical goods rather. Hey guys, welcome to Product Explained, a show where we talk about products and the company's history and strategy behind them. I'm your first host, Jeff Lee. And I'm your co-host, Mike Alcazarin. Jeff, why the hell don't we have robots with arms yet? Uh, like Real Steel? Do you remember the movie Real Steel? Oh, wasn't I never that like actually a drama? It. Yeah, it's like, like it was... It's like the whole premise is that you have fighting robots, like Rock'em Sock'em robots, uh, but like real, it's like a sport. And then you have somebody like controlling the robot. We yeah. need that. No, it was really, it was, I actually really liked that movie. I remember, it was, yeah, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember Hugh liking Jack- that. Yeah, it was like, it was emotional. Like, you know, you uh, know what I start, you started to say that movie. Everyone, Mike Alcazarin says Real Steel is a top 10 movie of all time. <laughs> you heard it here first. You know, I, I've started doing this thing where I don't usually watch movies on flights. I don't know why, but I started doing this thing where I like watching bad movies on flights. Oh, I like feel Jurassic like World, whatever it was. Yeah, because oh I feel like God. it's like a good opportunity to watch movies, like bad movies. Your captive where audience. I don't have to like subject anyone else, like my wife, to to it. Or Chappie. Do you remember Chappie? Chappie, Chappie. was a great movie. Chappie was a pretty good movie. Also, a robot with arms. The I criteria is pretty. <laughs> the criteria is pretty broad right now. <laughs> Anyways, today's show we're talking about um, Husqvarna, which is an outdoor power product manufacturer. It's a mouthful. Yeah. So Husqvarna, I think Jeff and I are going to trip up on this, but yeah. before we get started, shout out to Jake. Thanks for inspiring this episode on robotic Thanks, lawnmowers. Yeah. Um, just crushing it out there in Boston and following us. But Husqvarna is a manufacturing company. They make all sorts of tools. It's like a billion year old company. It's like Jeff will get into this, I'm sure. But they make all sorts of tools and equipment ranging from chainsaws, snowblowers, riding lawnmowers, standing lawnmowers, zero turn lawnmowers, and most importantly for today's episode, robotic lawnmowers. So you can bring robots to your actual house today in 2022, which is pretty cool. Husqvarna's robotic lawnmower is branded as the automower. So I watched this like 30 minute YouTube video that Husqvarna puts out <laughs> on like how to install and set up their their automower, which is pretty cool. But you know, there's there's three main components to the lawnmower. First is the actual robot. So it's battery powered. It's dog-sized object if you have like a 40 to 60 pound dog. It has two main driver wheels and then two little just caster wheels that are just dead wheels that just drag around. And it's basically turning, if you want to turn the robot, like only one wheel moves or, you know, so on and so forth. For blades, it was super interesting where it actually has super small blades. Like they're probably like two inches by one inch um, mm-hmm. are, are the blades. And they, they're around this like cylinder that's about the size of a small dinner plate. <clears throat> and then the, the benefit of that is like they're they're loose and they spin really fast. And these blades, like if it hits something, there's not a ton of force behind it. So uh, it doesn't actually like hurt something. So like the example that the video showed was like, hey, if you're going to hit like, you know, a wooden stake that you have in the ground, it's actually going to just kind of like fall away. 
as opposed to a blade's gonna like a traditional lawnmower blade is, is like a three foot long piece of steel mm-hmm. it's gonna just cut through it but the the Husqvarna robotic cutter is just gonna fall away as opposed to cutting that so it's only cutting the grass which I thought was hmm. uh, super interesting the that cutter is actually on some models is actually on a um, it's able to to raise and lower depending on how how high you want to cut your cut your, grass, cut your yeah. lawn, uh, which I thought like was a zero or two on your haircut on your fade. <laughs> exactly on my fade, and then the second component is you have a charging station. So this is basically the home for the robot. So think of it as the doghouse to continue the dog analogy. <laughs> and then the third, which is to answer Jake's question that he texted me, was how does this robot know where to cut? Is you actually have to lay down a special boundary wiring system. So you physically lay this down on the lawn, and this basically sets the robot boundaries. So there's, mm. a, again, like a whole like 10-minute YouTube video from Husqvarna on how to set this down. And they have this like, you know, professional-looking dude with a polo and a Husqvarna hat laying down these, um, <laughs> this like wire. Imaginary wall, yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's super interesting because you have to start <clears throat> from this station, and then you basically run one end, all the one continuous end of the wire all the way around your yard. And avoiding all the obstacles as well. And mm. you can't cross wires. <laughs> and then it lands at the opposite end of the uh, the charging station. So mm. I thought that was super interesting that that's how you have to do it. And so most people bury this. So you basically have to put this like an, an inch or two underground. So I thought that was super interesting that you have to set this boundary. I thought it would be a little bit smarter than that. That you could just like set up like a, you know, I, I was envisioning like a, you know, you like a Roomba, like a yeah, exactly, like a wireless because they have Roomba. Obviously, the stakes are different because there's no cutting material. But one, they learn on existing boundaries. But you can also set up like I forgot what they're called, but they're basically like invisible walls where they just create like you put two towers down and then they create like a invisible line in between the two. That's easy for like doors and stuff, but it's a lot harder for like non-uniform shapes like yards where it could be like you know, a bunch of curves and stuff. You would need a lot of small towers around your yard. So I, ca- <laughs> totally. I kind of understand why they did it this way. Yeah, I mean, I was just envisioning like, uh, I guess like a GPS or some sort of like... Oh, so you map s- it? Yeah, so you can map it, you know, on like a, your phone. So you could literally just redraw like where you wanted mm. to. So if you wanted to do like a corn maze, you know, just to like, you know, because it's recording this in october you know in, in the fall so like do a corn maze in your yard of grass but i guess like i don't know who's it's gonna corn. get lost in a in, yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know who's gonna get lost in a in a grass maze but anyways that's what i was expecting and i was surprised that it's actually a physical and it's not just Husk, husqvarna some of the competitors do that um uh, a similar boundary wire as well uh, husqvarna's robot had a couple of cool features as well so they have Lawn cutting optimized based off of seasons and weathers. So it basically takes in whatever season you're in and mm. how fast the grass is growing, how much water that or how much rain uh, came down and sends the robot out at certain periods of time. It also has safety features. So if you actually tip up the robot, it's it's a kill switch. So it stops the blades from cutting, which I thought was really cool. And then, you know, I already talked about this like um, or briefly was the small cutting blades versus the larger heavy blades that you're used to. Um, and then the benefit there is that there's less um, force behind it. So it, the blades kind of collapse away. If it hits something, it's not supposed to. And then it has GPS tracking to prevent all those pesky robot stealing criminals that come through and steal your <laughs> robot. But it'll actually give you an alert to say, hey, it's outside of the GPS, which is, again, like back to my other earlier point of like, why can't you just draw it with your finger? It's like they have GPS tracking to prevent theft. So why not just bring that? And I, I won't be surprised if Husqvarna eventually brings this to to the robots it's just you know i think gonna, i think gonna the come. problem is gps to, to get 
very pinpoint precision on GPS, you have to spend a lot on the equipment, on the tool. Totally. Right? Because like, think about your phone. Your phone is a pretty solid GPS, but even sometimes if it's got bad signal, it'll give you like a huge radius. Uh, or even if you're like, I've noticed I was walking around Chicago like a weekend ago and I was trying to like navigate and it takes a little while for it to like even turn your body or, and this is on a brand new phone, like a iPhone 14 pro and, and, and in a city like Chicago. So if it can't get accuracy there, if you're cutting your grass, if you're in a, in a house that needs to cut grass, which maybe is sometime in, in suburbia away from the city, I can see where like you don't want your lawnmower, which has blades to be <laughs> like one foot off one way or the other so yeah. i think that's probably why they don't do it they want to make sure it's like extremely precise until you get gps tracking that's a bit more cost effective while at the same time super super accurate like you probably need it down to the inch in terms of accuracy right yeah totally like the so error I, I, bounds is so bad <laughs> like if you just mess up <laughs> you're like cutting someone else's yard or even worse like getting someone hurt maybe so i think that's probably where they're they're like we just want to make sure we don't fuck this up yeah, that's totally fair. Total side tangent right now. Um, my wife and I just discovered squirrels were living in our attic. <laughs> so we <laughs> so we had a pest company come and they're going to basically install like a one-way door on the hole that's that the squirrels have opened up into our house. Mm-hmm. But she noticed because like um, there was walnuts in our, in our attic when we were pulling something out and we're like, how did these get in here? Um, but anyways, like I, I just heard them through my headset. So like, I was just like, oh man, they're theirs. But the, the guys are coming back on Monday to, you know, to trap the squirrels. Um, no squirrels will be harmed in this household. Um, at least not intentionally, but this will be the second time squirrels have come into my house. The first time a squirrel came through our chimney vent because it was slightly open for airflow fell through. And I was watching NFL football game and I just see a tail and at first I thought it was a cat, but I'm like, I don't have a cat. And then <laughs> <laughs> it's a squirrel. And so like I had to chase the squirrel out of the house, like Christmas vacation style with like Chevy Chase, which is one of my favorite all-time movies that we watch multiple times per season. Oh um, anyways, this is the second goddamn squirrel in my house, like in the period of two and a half years. So anyways, I, I heard the squirrel and so I had to, had to comment on that squirrel. But anyways, I, I, I digress. Uh, another question that Jake had for Husqvarna and the robotic uh, lawnmowers is, you know, <laughs> to quote Jake, they look like a drunken sailor when you look at the lines that they make. Because, like, how come they can't just make, like, straight lines or <laughs> cut, like, and just have a nice-looking lawn in, in all this pattern? So with Husqvarna's, like, features, you can actually uh, change the path if you'd like to. So you can actually do, like, a, a spot pattern where it spirals out from one specific location and then fans out broader. And then they also have like, you can follow a guide wire as well. So you can kind of force it, but I, I think that is like a, a need that they'll eventually need to get there. But um, I think they're, they're not quite there yet. I think one thing that's really cool about the robotic lawnmower is the, the, the frequency of cutting. So um, I subscribe to this service called Sunday Lawn Care, which is basically like environmentally friendly lawn care solution that you can apply to your lawn. It's basically like it's like the fertilizer that they use is like literally plant based. It's like molasses that you're putting onto the lawn for like nitrogen and phosphates and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But they have like a whole guide for cutting lawn. So I didn't know this, but you're actually supposed to only cut the top third of your blades to keep for like optimal for optimal grass health. And you don't want to cut super deep. You basically mm-hmm. want to just the ideal ideally you'd cut every single day and you'd cut like a very small like bit of growth off to keep the you know the grass ultimately like 
you know, super healthy and just it, that also prevents weeds from coming in because it's a thicker, thicker lawn. But it's interesting that, you know, a robotic lawnmower can do that where it's like, yeah, um, it's, it's cutting just much more frequently. That's why it doesn't need to have such a, a big blade because it's it's not cutting through as much thick grass as um, you uh, might do with, yeah, your, with your lawnmower as well. So that's like another reason why like the, the blades there is like it's just going to go out more more frequently. It's also super quiet because it's electric. Like I have an electric lawnmower, which I love. It's like, you know. I don't feel bad at all if like going in the middle of the day or a little bit earlier or later um, at night or in the morning to, to cut my lawn because like you can you can barely hear it. One of the ads for Husqvarna was like people are having a dinner party and like they're like, oh, look at the robot. I'm like, I don't know if like that would actually happen, but it is a cool like marketing video to, yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to spit there. But one thing I will talk about with like the customer experience, because like I, I don't have one of these. I wanted to like get into the weeds is. Uh, they had this really cool, like, I wasn't expecting this for a manufacturing company, but they had a really nice widget on their Husqvarna website. Um, I'm becoming an expert on how to say Husqvarna. I'll say that 10 times fast. But they had, it's called, which mower is right for me? So kudos to the team that built this tool. If anyone from Husqvarna is listening, um, it's a simple, like, wizard that you plug in um, a different set of attributes. And they kept it super simple with lots of pictures. Um, but first, you provide your zip code. My guess is that this helps pick down which type of grass that you have. Like, broadly speaking, there's, like, different sets of grass where you can uh, in the northern climate of the u.s and southern climate of the u.s so it helps like you know get down to um you narrow down like what type of grass that you have and then it asks you hey what size lawn do you have and then there's three options and then if you don't know what size it is you can actually go into this this handy lawn calculator tool and it shows you the satellite view of your house and you can you know draw dots around and it'll give you the the rough size of that so um, once you click that option it asks you, hey, what height do you want to typically mow your lawn to? And gives you inches and also tells you what type of grass, if it's like bluegrass or zoysia or centipede grass or tall fescue. I have no idea what all these names are, but it's basically two options here. It's standard cut or high cut grass. Like, which one do you want? Yeah. And I remember growing up, like my dad would always put it at the lowest setting as possible. And I had no idea that that was like actually really awful for grass. Like you're supposed to let it like, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, let it grow, let it grow a little bit. But once you choose that, it says, what's the complexity of your lawn? Are there lots of obstacles? So the three options there, it's it's open, average, or complex. So that's basically how many obstacles do you have? Do you have lots of trees? Do you have fences? Do you have playgrounds in there? And then the last question was, hey, what level of steepest, what is the steepest hill incline in your mowing area? Is it flat? Is it unlevel? Is it bumpy? Or is it very steep? And so it actually shows you like different angles of like the little Husqvarna robot, the automower on different um, levels, which I thought was really nice to show like, hey, I think it's kind of unlevel, but my lawn would actually be steep because I have to climb up a pretty big hill to get to the backyard. But then it spits out say, hey, our, our top recommendation for you is this $2,500 lawnmower, which kind of seems ridiculous now that I think about it out loud that it's recommending this $2,500 one, but they do offer a $5,000 one. So I guess I'm getting a deal. Um, I think their base one's like $1,200 or something like that, but it essentially recommends me the 430XH self-install. It's very much like a, it feels like a, feels like a guy is coming up with this naming system, the automower 430XH self-install lawnmower, nice. you know, like it's Terminator like, 3000. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's gun attachment sold separately, you know, like they don't have guns. That's a, that's a joke. But yeah, that's like the customer experience for like how to buy one. I think, to, you know, if you want to watch the setup video, I can post that in the show notes. Um, but super simple going into the business model for Husqvarna. It's a widget business model. It's, there's one of the few products that we've done that they're selling physical services, um, or physical goods rather. So, um, you know, you buy this and they, they take a cut of, 
the cut of the they take margin off of that so they, they also offer like financing solutions so you know kind of buy now pay later but that's really the as far as, far as i could find about like the any subscription service so thankfully you don't have to buy a subscription service with this you just buy this device and, and that's it but yeah that's the husqvarna auto mower in a in a nutshell so you're saying that the largest size is like one and a quarter acre right yeah, one point seven five, something like that. Yeah, because I was watching the video and it seemed like the, like they had some pretty large yards. So I was kind of curious, like how, like how is this small? Like it's the size of a Roomba, maybe a little bit bigger than a Roomba. Like how long is it going to take for you to like cut your lawn with the size of Roomba? I mean, I can imagine that like you know it's automatic, so you don't have to worry about it too much. But still, like you know, you don't want it to be cutting twenty four seven. It seems like kind of a weird thing. And like, how does it deal with? Do you know how it deals with like? Uh, if you're avoiding a tree or something, does it just like, are you gonna have to go out back and touch up that area with like another like weed whacker or something later anyways? You actually have to lay down the boundary wire around the tree. So like in the example that they showed, so like, let's say you have a tree in the middle of your yard, mm-hmm. like you would get, you would basically rot, like <laughs> run the lo- line all the way to the tree and then mm-hmm. go around the tree and make a little lollipop and then follow the, the line the wire all the way back yeah but you can't cross the wires they're very they, they showed us they showed a sign with like a big x through like crossing the wires mm. don't do that but i mean like so like let's say it comes up to the tree is it gonna like give it like an inch buffer or like so that would mean that you'd have oh, some yes, remaining yeah. grass yeah so it, you might i think it depends because it, it has a bumper on the front and mm-hmm. so like, there's a set amount of like fit like physical like constraint of like how how close it can get to the tree so mm. You might actually need to do that, but in all the examples that they showed, they conveniently had mulch around the trees. Mm, so I think yeah, that's so it was like that was the thing. Because I, I do wonder, like, you know, I think they showed it for bushes too, or at least in the example. But like if you have to go back and touch it up anyways, there's like a little bit of like hair around the edges, basically, for some of these right. like um bushes and stuff. Like does it kind of eliminate the point? Which I mean, it's still way better than mowing your entire lawn and you can just go directly to do like the last touch up bits, but that's still where it might be annoying. Like if the whole point is like, you don't have to worry about your lawn at all. I think it might be overselling it a bit. Right. So I, that, that's a little bit of a, a Jeff, concern You just have to me. mulch everything. Just mulch everything. Like. You mul- just mulch everything. And then you don't have to have one of these lawnmowers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like mulch pop- your entire lawn. Yeah. Like. It's just like one big like playground basically. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the history of the product. I think that there's some interesting tidbits here. They, there's not a lot about specifically the robot lawnmower, but um, I'll touch about like the company, touch on the company overall. But Husqvarna actually was originally founded as a firearms manufacturer. So earlier when you talking about guns sold separately, they actually did sell guns separately, Mike, but not for this product, of course. Uh, oh but God. they started in Terminator's s- coming. 1689 uh, and they've produced everything from sewing machines to motorcycles to now lawnmowers, which like quite the plethora of products like they're kind of like the panasonic it seems like of sweden their first lawnmower was produced in 1919 uh, and they actually had their first test of an engine powered lawnmower in 1947 so they've been huh. in the game for quite some time like they know, they know a little bit that, about 100 years yeah, of cutting OG grass. lawnmower yeah cutting grass um <laughs> you might be surprised to hear that their first robotic solar powered lawnmower was actually launched in 1995 so this what? isn't like a recent-ish no. thing uh obviously they, i don't think they had an app at that time but yeah they had a <laughs> solar powered robotic lawnmower in 1995 i don't know if you had to just remote control it or something but obviously the sales for that thing were not very good and they said that it didn't really 
take off until 15 years later in 2010. Um, I'm surprised they kind of kept that around. Most companies would have just scrapped the idea completely. I, I, I guess I don't know in between if they were still selling this lawnmower or like trying to upgrade it every year, hoping that someone was going to buy it. But talk about job security. Yeah. If you're like, if Seriously, you're somebody man. working on this thing and it's not you get a gold watch and retirement in that yeah. whole thing, you know? Yeah. It's like... And then like one day it finally works and the lead engineer in that project was like, I told you so. Somebody's going to want a solar powered robotic lawnmower at some point. I Dude, mean, here the you industrial are. design on this is pretty sick. Like it's, it has, or not slick, but it hasn't changed much. Like we should make this like the, the Instagram, uh, like whatever the little thumbnail we have on our reel that we show the video. Cause yeah. this is pretty cool. Cause it, I mean, it looks like the, the same, like, you know, like kind of oval shaped, you know, seven inch high, like robot looking thing. Um, it can, you know, what it kind of reminds me of is like, I don't know if you had a pool growing up or like anyone that did, but like, the robot, the quote unquote robotic vac pool vacuums. Have you seen those before? Yeah. Yeah. It's all it basically is because ours would always get stuck. So I was in charge of like fixing it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like getting it unstuck is it was just like a, a hose attached to this thing with like little flaps around it that would just mm-hmm. like randomly move around. And, but they called it robotic because it would just like move around at, like over time. Yeah. So I wonder if like they're like back in the day, like the, so- the solar mower was literally just like. It would just roam around, <laughs> you know, trying not like, to hit stuff. Yeah, yeah, or it would hit stuff. Yeah, and just and hopefully just over keep time, going. yeah, like cover everything. Yeah, but that that's wild that it was like 1995. So like, they've been almost in the game for like what 30 something, like yeah, 20 some years, like 20 yeah. years. Yeah, oh, geez, specifically man, for nuts. robotic. Yeah, I, you know what? I, this made me think about an anecdote, which is you remember um, the that solar powered vehicle, like the famous one, the the, the flat one that's just got oh, the yeah, bubble. Yeah. Um, that's just driving across the U.S. like doing nothing else. I feel like 1990, the 1990s were around the time where like that was like the thing. Like, oh, solar power. Like we can even drive cars with solar power. And here's a solar power car. And people were kind of hearing about it, but it was really novel. I wonder if there was like some interest, like spark and interest for for solar power at the time. And then they decided they wanted to like make it. Also, another anecdote, which is I think that that solar powered car i don't know what it's called i'm just gonna call it like the flat solar powered car um <laughs> has a similar mythical status as the oscar meyer wiener car <laughs> yes like, yeah like you're it's gonna like, oh, you're i saw hope- the solar car yeah you're hoping one day that you're gonna like run into it somewhere on the street but you don't know if you're ever, ever gonna do it um have you ever run into the oscar meyer wiener truck i don't think so but i also heard that there's not only one oh, i think man. there's multiple. you just ruined my entire childhood i don't think there's multiple the solar cars though you, well, you ruined my you ruined my teenage years in, with that sentence, and you did, two I'm, two decades of my life, Jeff, ruined. I'm, I'm sure there's more of your teenage years that have gotten ruined outside of me. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair. That's but yeah, but not too much in like specifically the solar powered part. I do think it's interesting that they started this like you know 25 years ago, and it's pretty incredible. And I would also say that uh, it's crazy how long this company's been around, and they've done so many things. So yeah, kudos to them. Yeah, I think you put it well, or it's just like, it's kind of like the Mitsubishi or Kawasaki or any yeah, like of the... or any conglomerate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like the other one was like Nokia. Like Nokia like started off as like something totally random. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize Husqvarna was that. But I guess like the... Because I'm looking at their website right now. It's like, they say like the motorcycle era begins in like 1903 when they first introduced their first motorcycle, yeah. uh, which is not a bad looking motorcycle. But anyways, I digress. We can talk more about the robotic lawnmowers by Husqvarna and, and who it's for. So I wanted to just talk through like the basic math for why you might want to get this from like a financial standpoint. So 
let's say you really, really care about your lawn <laughs> and you, um, I found some stats here, I think from Angie's list where it was the average cost of lawn care per week is about $45 for just mowing. So if we take a super aggressive, like 30 week season, that's about 1350 so $1,350. So that's how much you're going to be paying every single season to have someone else mow your lawn. Um, granted, Jeff, to your point, that also comes with like the the dudes with the weed whackers and like the blowers to like clean it all up afterwards. So there is some value that the robotic lawnmower today isn't able to actually accomplish, but it actually doesn't seem like bad economics at that standpoint, you know, the where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, if like a robotic lawnmower, you know, is $2,500, that's two seasons, you know, like I'll, the ROI is like two years, it'll pay for itself. If you have, if you're, if you're paying, I'm only saying in this example, if you're paying 1300 bucks a year, um, minus the electricity cost, but I'm sure that's like dollars, you know, per season <laughs> to, to run, to run the thing. Um, but it is interesting that there is a $5,000 Husqvarna Automower 435X all wheel drive <laughs> for $4,800, <laughs> but it does kind of like make, I mean, even that is like, it's a four year payback if the device lasts for that long and, you know, competitive devices that Jeff, you're about to get into can get even lower, like six, 600 to a thousand dollars. So I think it's, I think it's kind of interesting. I don't think I... I'm quite there to get it because I don't pay for a lawn care service. I, I just, I like to do it myself. And yeah, I think it's, I think it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, super interesting. I was also wondering about like how long this device is going to last. Cause I think, I think we've talked about Roomba in a previous episode. So check that episode out, but like parts and repair is going to be part of the equation here, right? Like one, like I think you can buy a lawnmower and it'll last you 10, 15 years, like a traditional lawnmower. And then you might buy like a weed whacker that'll also last you a pretty long time. And the parts to replace it are not going to be that expensive because it's just like a wire, you know? So a lot of the main components are going to maintain pretty well. Um, but when you get more and more complex, like a robotic one, there's going to be a lot of question marks about like what's going to break down, you know, app support, all this other stuff. So you have to wonder like, where does or does it make sense for people? Does it feel more like a luxury item? You know, that sort of thing. Like, and you know, if you can afford a really large yard anyways, um, <laughs> then you get into like riding lawnmower status, right? Is it worth it to get like a riding lawnmower instead? So I don't know. It's just like, it's kind of interesting. Would you rather pay somebody to come do it? So on and so forth. Yeah. So there's definitely all those things to kind of take in, into consideration. Totally. Um, I, well, I think too, like the uh, the barrier of installing it like the yeah it seems pretty the bo- yeah the, the boundary wire seemed like a huge pain in the ass like it seemed like that would take me a whole like weekend to do i'm sure like they offer like a service to do that but then it's more cost but that seems like a pretty big yeah you know, yeah barrier to get over totally totally so a couple of other competitors in the space surprisingly there's a lot uh that do uh, automatic lawnmowers so works uh, is a company that does it, Greenworks, Gardein, which is one that Husqvarna actually acquired recently, Robomo. Those are a couple. I wouldn't be surprised if you see other robotics type companies break into this space. Maybe it's just that they're dominating other spaces like iRobot or Eufy or there's like a Chinese company too, Roborock. Like there's, they're probably going to be, if they don't already have them, um, they're going to be breaking into the yeah the Daft Punk, the whole, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, the whole gang. Yeah, the whole gang's there. Yeah. <laughs> So, Mike, do you want to start with our thoughts on on uh, Husqvarna, the the robotic lawnmower company? Yeah, man, I I love this. I'm I'm bullish on Husqvarna. Oh, wow. like they're gonna they're gonna get a good rating from me because they've been doing this shit for years since like the 1600s. <laughs> like they're they're holding on, man. And they went from like you know 
like windmill powered stuff and like you know like water mills all the way to like robots like yeah sign me up for does that make them a good lawnmower though (laughs) or does that make them like listen man it's a circle it spins it's been doing things like they've been spinning wheels for 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 century for literal centuries ask yourself how good panasonic does in any one area man i remember their skipless cd players like were pretty dope so like that made that saved many a bus ride. So I think that answered my question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I, I I'm gonna give Husqvarna. You know, I think a four point two five. Like this is something that. Oh wow! I would get if I had, if I was flush with cash. Unfortunately, I'm not flush with cash. Um, but you wouldn't this just is, hire somebody to do it. Somebody nah, man. A professional. Because I'm I'm because like I'm the perfect customer. I'm like you know tech obsessed. I I love stuff like this. Like I would totally get one. As I was like looking at the YouTube video, I was like, oh yeah, I could totally put this underneath my deck, and it wouldn't really get wet, and I could like extend the life. Oh and God. I'm getting 220 power, and I could put it right there, and it's like I could drop another line in. But I'm not I'm not gonna get one. I think my wife would murder me if I spent 2,500 dollars on a robotic um, lawnmower. lawnmower. But I also like I honestly like mowing the lawn. Like it's. It's, I, I put on like a Buffalo Bills podcast. Shout out to the Cover One team. Um, Cathartic. And yeah, I just like walk around, you know? So I'm just, maybe I'm just becoming that suburban dad now. But yeah, 4.25 for me. I, I just, I like the idea of like bringing robotics into the house. And this feels like an easy win. It's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a 2D surface. You know, there's no 3D complexity like going into the house and like going, climbing upstairs. And it's a simple problem that they're able to solve with the boundary wire and, and contain it. So, I like this, and I think there's a lot of like space to grow here. Wow, I'm <laughs> I'm a little shocked. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I, uh, I will give this like a three point eight. I think it's a really cool idea. I think that I had never even thought about a robotic lawnmower. I guess it does make some sense, but at the same time, I think price wise, it's a little bit too hefty for me. I would still. I think it works very well for a particular size yard. And I think their yard size isn't that big, but like, you know, you're really capped by when you get too big, you just kind of have to buy a riding lawnmower and do it yourself. Also, like, yep. I like the, I agree with you though. Like sometimes it's nice to kind of do some uh, remedial chores or like mundane chores around the house. Um, I think if I were to listen to something while cutting the lawn, I would listen to lawnmower white noise. So I would like put on <laughs> audio of other lawnmowers and then or <laughs> and then listen to that. Maybe, you know, maybe I'd have a lawnmower soundtrack that plays like every once in a while. I like run over a rock. Jeff, you're going to love or... <laughs> the metaverse. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah cut grass uh, at someone else's yard and like see what it's like. Um, Could you imagine that? Like you were a drone pilot hired to just mow lawns. Oh, my God. But like you are controlling the robots. This is how Zuckerberg is going to like reduce his cost. Like people are going to pay money to come and mow his lawn. They're, they're going to think they're mowing like a virtual lawn, but in reality, it's controlling like, an actual drone or something. That'd be yeah. funny, like Twitch plays Pokemon, but like Twitch Twitch cuts a lawn. Dude, yikes. The, yeah, it's going to be the same as the uh, the pool robot that you're talking about. Um, yeah. But anyways, going back to my my rating and review, I, I just like, I don't, I'm not quite there yet. I think that like if it was a little cheaper, like, you know, I get it. You know, Roombas are in the several hundred dollar space. So I, I would expect this to be at least like twice as much. Um, but like for a lot of the hassle, I feel like it's not quite there. Like you have to lay down this wire and you have to pay somebody, probably pay somebody to do it professionally. I wouldn't want to dig a hole around my yard and like completely mess up my grass anyways, or like visibly see where I'd like dug this hole. I think that would be kind of annoying. Um, so that's like a big pain point for me. You know, the fact that, or, or the seeming fact that 
it's not going to get all the edges correctly. Like you're still going to probably have to go and like touch up the edges, which is still better, but not quite there. I need something that's a full package. So ideally when they get to the state where they can use GPS or it's like great out of the box, you can just turn it on. It maps the yard for you. Um, it can like cut as close to the edge of the, the grass line as you can without having to place a whole bunch of mulch. Like that would be a win. And I think that would be probably worth like two grand, you know, but I think for what it is right now, there's enough shortcomings where I would probably wait a few years. Now, with that said, I also don't live in a house with a yard right now. So if you, <laughs> if I were to go to that widget online and try to punch in, uh, it's the first question. Do you have a yard? Hopefully. Cause I'm hoping that if the answer is no, then they would just not recommend, they re- recommend me Roomba or something like go <laughs> that somewhere would be else. Funny. Um, go, go find our partner. I robot. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, a 3.8. Awesome. Well, those are our thoughts on Husqvarna. Thanks, Jake, for inspiring this one. Um, we would love to Thanks, hear from Jake. our audience. Yeah. So please, if you have an idea for what we should, um, burning a desire for something the product explained hosts, Jeff and Mike should review, let us know. But please continue to share uh, <clears throat> what you thought about these episodes or future episodes that we should do on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at Products Podcast. That's P-R-O-D-E-X podcast. Yeah, and if you like the show, be sure to like us and subscribe on our favorite podcast platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, etc. Obviously, leave us a review, leave us a like. It really, really helps us. Maybe one day we can uh, get enough following to potentially purchase one of these Husqvarna robots <laughs> and then Mike can actually fulfill his dream. Um, but aside from that, let us know what other products we should review next and see you next episode.